0: Warning. This podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Love and Horror, a podcast about opposing film genres and the women who love them.
1: I'm Deanne, and I love horror. And I'm Laura, and I love romance and drama.
0: like there was a story i had to tell you before we started recording but then i pressed
1: record so it's a story for the recording
0: i guess so but i don't even know what that story is (laughs) so i guess we're just here at episode 53 the spookiest episode because this is the episode that's closest to halloween it'll come out on the 27th. October 27th. The spookiest day of this, the year.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a couple spooky movies to talk about. But first, I would like to rant about first world problems for yes, a second. Yes, that's the best. <coughs> Don't you hate
0: it when your maid doesn't clean your underwear properly? Oh my gosh. Oh, you wish. have to put her back in the closet
1: for the day. She's just the worst. No dinner for you. <laughs> um, so I got a new phone this weekend. Yeah. Great. It's a basic no bells or whistles. Yeah. It's a phone. Yeah. My husband keeps asking me, so how's the new phone treating you? And I'm like, it's a, it's a phone. Yeah. Like, I, really. I can
0: still text and look at TikTok.
1: It's, yeah. It's Priorities. Good. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize, and I mean, this is not a big deal in my world, but I didn't realize that it doesn't have earphone jacks. Oh yeah. Cause everything is Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah. And I have earbuds uh-huh. and that's fine. Yeah. But... I keep my earbuds at home, and there for when I'm like around the house listening to stuff. And then while I'm sitting at my desk at work all day, I'm Mm. listening to stuff on my phone, podcasts or music or whatever. But because I'm tethered to the desk already, anyway, I use a plug-in earphone. Oh, okay. So now I'm like, I'm gonna need a second set of earbuds because there's no way I will remember to take them to and from work every day. Plus, then they would only, I wouldn't. Have them charged for oh, day yeah. and evening. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And I do think actually we have a spare set oh, at the house that yeah. we got from my husband and he never, ever used. So yeah. this is a solvable problem. Yes. But that means all day today I had nothing to listen to. Oh,
0: that sucks. You're just stuck day ruined. with
1: your with your
0: own fucking thoughts. Oh, who wants Worst. that? Ugh. Nobody likes- why, Which is why everyone listening to this has a podcast going right now. Because it's like, yeah, fuck. I don't exact- want to listen to her. So right.
1: I don't care what these weirdos have to say. I just don't want to be alone with my thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. So that is first world problem number one. Oh, we have more. Yes. <laughs> first world problem number two, I briefly mentioned when I came in, mm-hmm. um, is the fucking trains in mm-hmm. our city. Absolutely. And I have formed a conspiracy theory. Oh. All by myself. Um, but I told my boss about it and she's like, yes, I agree. Whoa. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't live in Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, we have so many train tracks that go right through our city and it has been controversial for years and uh, apparently decades ago there was a negotiation that they were supposed to reroute the tracks and it never happened and there are always trains at like the least convenient yeah, times. Like five o'clock on a weekday. Yeah, I, there are lots of Days where I get stopped at a train on my way to and from Mm -hmm. work. Now, sidebar, I am not good at mornings. Mm -hmm. And I hit snooze way too many times. And I'm always skating out the door at the last possible second. And I'm getting to work like a minute before or a minute after my shift starts. Mm -hmm. And like I'm in a leadership role. I need to be setting a good example. Yeah. So I... Have been like really. There's a lot of things in my life that I'm like getting my shit together yes. with that I'm actually doing quite well. Also, awesome. like yeah. Hello, 34 day streak on Duolingo. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like getting to work like five minutes before my wow, shift I'm not okay. planning on like being there and logging in yep. plenty, but like enough that I can have my computer up before okay. my shift starts. Yep. So Monday. Tuesday, Tuesday, I left and I I was my usual shithead self that I was like, (laughs) like a minute late for work. And I'm like, okay, you were doing good for the last week or so. Mm -hmm. You had a rough day. Yeah. Get back on track. Yeah. And the next day I get out the house and I'm feeling so good. I've got... Plenty of time to get to work, and yeah. I get stopped at ten Aww. to eight by a train that not only is like a hella long train, yeah, stops in the middle of the tracks, oh backs up, I goes hate that. forward, stops for a while. I timed it, and I sat at that train for a full ten minutes. Jesus. In Worst. morning rush hour yeah. traffic. Yeah. It, was, it was a little bit before 10 to 8. Because I only, I did get there just like a minute or two after my shift. Okay. But I'm like, I would have been there in yeah. plenty of time yeah. if not for this fucking train. And then I got stopped by another one on the way home that day. fuck's sake. I got stopped by one on the way here this afternoon. So anyway. Yeah. Short story long. Yeah. The conspiracy theory yeah. is. Reginans are very well known to bitch about the trains yes. going through the city. Yes. If I'm somebody scheduling train schedules, mm-hmm. I'm going fuck these people. Train at five o'clock every day. You got it. Oh, to I don't what end. I just to say screw you. You bitch about us all the time. I'll show you. No, oh, okay. Petty well. spitefulness. I, now, to be fair, to be fair. fair, I have zero idea how train schedules happen. But yeah. in my mind, there is somebody going fucking Regina assholes. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah.
0: I did just, as you were, like, talking about that, I did just realize, well, this city was essentially founded on bullshit train stuff. So, like, it is just living up to our our heritage. Have you ever heard the story of Mr.
1: Dudney, whatever his first name was? Not in full, but I've heard, like, little rumblings here and there. So Dudney Avenue,
0: which is not far from my house, runs right across the city, was like at one time like the edge of city. And in parts of, of the city, it's still kind of yeah, like the edge yeah. of town. Well, I think he was a lieutenant governor, mm. Mr. Dewdney, John Doodney or whoever. Um, he built a house where like, kind of where like a government house is on Doodney right now, mm-hmm. a little bit further west. And he built his house there because he heard... That the train was going to be built out there. Oh. And he was like, well, if I build a house there, now you're building a train track right through my property and you're going to have to pay me some money for it. Oh, motherfucker. So that's how our city was
1: fucking founded. Well,
0: that's not surprising. So, yeah. So we're just living up to our our heritage. I've
1: heard he was a pretty shitty dude I mean, probably. He
0: was a white dude in the 19th century. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. So. Or 20th century. Well, you know. Yeah. So um, there's my rant. So yes. what news have you got? <laughs> um,
0: as far as news, I think the only thing I really have is I got my first um, IPL skin treatment on oh, Friday night. Right. Um, my skin doesn't look too, too jacked yet. Um, all my, like, already hyperpigmentation is going to get, like, a lot worse oh. before it gets better. Um, and then it'll just kind of, like slough off in a few days interesting but i'm noticing already a little bit of darkness kind of like in the hollow under my mm. cheekbone so right now my face just looks just like looks very cut contoured. yeah yeah, yeah. Um. and then it eventually it'll basically i've seen pictures where it'll look like i have like coffee grounds on my face that oh wow like wiped off
1: so. the um times where it's really nice to work from home yeah legitimately because like i was supposed to go the week
0: before And I went to my appointment and my esthetician was like, so I've been reading up in your file and I see that the medication that you're on, um, like really reacts poorly to, um, like sun exposure. Oh, okay. And so she's like, so you already have like melasma that is probably made worse in the summertime. And then if we apply this, uh, this IPL treatment because of the medication you're on, like your face could literally just like explode and get like stupid dark oh wow she's like so i don't want to do your whole face today because i don't want to fuck up your face right so we tested like a little patch like under my bangs and it was totally fine oh good and then so then i went back on friday she's like okay let's do it and and, yeah i didn't have any like ridiculous effects it's been like three days now and it looks fine yeah i don't didn't notice anything in fact your complexion looks quite nice today oh thank you yeah i have like just like a little bit of powder on and that's it so Did it hurt much? Not at all. I've heard, like, some people, like, talk about, like, oh, like, it hurt so bad I had to, like, cut my, like, uh, session down or, like, near the end I was getting, like, really uncomfortable Mm. and she, like, did a couple, like, test zaps and she's, like, how does that feel? And I was, like, it's fine. She's, like, what did it feel like? And I said it felt like if you took, like, a pin and not, like, like, shoved it into my head but if you just kind of, like, lightly, like touched the pin Mm. to my head like that's all it felt like and she's like "Oh, okay so she did like one pass over the entire face and then she said okay now we have to do what she calls like a patch which I think it was just kind of like a larger like opening of the laser thing or something she's like this might get a bit spicier and I was like (laughs) okay and she did it and she's like how did that feel and I was like exactly like the other ones like this is fine that's awesome yeah so it Um,
1: didn't hurt at all I did laser hair removal on my face at one point in time, mm-hmm. uh, and it was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. Oh. But I think that it had everything to do with the uh, professional. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I think that she was new at it and didn't really. I so, I got my sessions as a group on. Ooh, remember that? Mm-hmm. Is that still a thing? It is but like it isn't. Yeah. Like yeah, like it still technically exists, but I don't think anything like good is on it. Um well apparently uh, yeah. this wasn't either. <laughs> and so it was like she had like a legit studio and stuff, but yeah. but I think that the reason that she put on the group on was because this was a new skill for uh, her. Yeah. And it was So unbelievably painful and she just like never paused for a second to see how I was doing or anything and it was like zap 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 So like they each zap hurt and I needed to like take a little breath and Mm. I couldn't like I literally hyperventilated once because I could not catch a breath like... I couldn't, I just couldn't breathe Jeez. because it was just so yeah. relentless. And so I told her that and she remembered for like two seconds and oh, yeah. went back to it. And I went, I, yeah. And I didn't even finish all the sessions yeah. that I had, um, which in hindsight is probably fine because it turns out that like, it doesn't really work on hormonal hair, which is what I oh, have. Oh, anyway, really? So. Oh. So blah. Anyway, yeah. all that to say, I'm glad you had a better experience yeah, than yeah. The, and I mean, I know it's, it's a, a different treatment, but I would imagine they're pretty comparable probably pretty similar well if you're looking to get something done april at flirt is
0: and i should know that flirt is awesome yeah yeah she's really good well that's good i'm glad that it went well for you yeah so i have another session in december and then probably after that not till like Mm mid-january and then possibly one more after that but we'll see what happens nice yeah and now i just have to wear like spf 50 on my face every single day for
1: the rest of my life yeah well we should all be doing that anyway this is true
0: yeah but yeah, um, she was like, "Oh yeah, the medication is um, that you're on. Like, it like mm. increases like the the melasma, and then you know it could also have these side effects with IPL." And I was like, "Oh, that explains why my skin got so shitty about the same time I started oh, yeah. taking this medication." Yeah, and they didn't say anything about huh. skin changes. It was just like, "What's the, the side effect?" They're all ever care about when they put a woman on oh gaining weight gaining weight and this might have something to do with like your reproductive system No, oh. but if it's not that then get fucked it's not real
1: right yeah you don't need a face
0: yeah no so and every time i see my doctor he's like do you have any side effects and i'm like i don't think so i don't know but yeah. now it's like oh in hindsight all, these, all yeah. these things that like you can kind of like draw back like oh this started at the same time this started i guess that's a side effect yeah that
1: nobody told me about Yeah, hindsight is is always interesting. Yeah. Um, But you have a correction corner, do you not? Oh, shit. What was it? I do. I remember telling you I have a correction corner. See, when I don't write stuff down. Guess who's back. Back again. (laughs) Correction
0: corner. Tell a friend. We we should just record that as a little jingle if we ever have a correction corner and then just Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yes, so last episode. I was trying to be funny and riffing on, um, Freddy's back. Freddie's back. Yeah, and I was singing, guess who's back? Or Freddie's back, back again. And I uh, credited that to the Backstreet Boys. It is absolutely Eminem. Yeah. I I I don't know. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell your friend. friend. Yeah, and those were the exact. But I said Backstreet instead of Yeah, Shady. which is Backstreet's back. All, All right. right, I that's the only it, Backstreet Boy song I like. I th- and and that's the song I thought it was from. And you were like, "Oh, because that's exactly like the Eminem song." It's <laughs> so diplomatic. And I was like,
0: "I'm literally currently with my therapist working on like you don't always have to be fucking right, <laughs> like just." Slow the fuck down and not everything has to be right. And it's like, yeah, but everything has to be right. I
1: hear that. I'm not working on that in therapy, but I probably should be. And I actually, that is something I, um, very, so it's a weird thing with like, especially with my husband. And I think you're just always a little bit more sensitive to the criticism Mm -hmm. from your partner or whatever. I mean, I'm sensitive to criticism no matter what, but, um. He'll quite often correct me on things that don't require correcting. Mm. You understood what I was talking about. Yes. yes. This conversation yeah. is making sense. Yeah. Even if I said one thing and meant another or whatever, yeah. you knew what I meant. Yes. So we can just carry on and not yeah. correct it. Yeah. And, and he'll, he has to correct me all the time. And Ugh. I'm like, motherfucker. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, we were in the car yesterday. I can't even remember what he said, but he said something. That, like, I totally could have corrected him. And I'm like, I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. And then I Because I knew what he meant.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's not like you have to, like, translate for anyone else. It's like, right. oh, what he means is this. It's yeah. like,
1: it's just you two. It's fine. And it's not something that it's like, if I don't correct him now, it's going to be wrong again in the future. It was right. just a slip of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure.
0: It's anyway. like, I go to trivia every Thursday and... It's like, there are two kinds of trivia play- people, the kind of people that go to like drink and socialize and the people who are there to fucking win. Oh yeah. And my friend is the person that goes to socialize and I'm the <laughs> person there is like, no, we are fucking winning. Oh yeah. You're a bad so, pair for trivia. <laughs> and so I'll be like, oh, I think it's, I think it's just like, I'm pretty sure this is the answer. And he's like, okay, yeah. Like put that down. And then sometimes, you know, I'll be wrong and I'll be like... <gasps> Oh, I'm so sorry. I was wrong. And he's like, I literally don't care. And I'm like, you don't understand. We got it wrong, though. Right. It's like, wrong.
1: I you, I got one of your trivia questions right this week. Did you? The Princess Bride one? Oh, yes. Yeah. That you and your partner both got wrong. And as soon as you sent me the picture of who it was, I knew instantly. Yeah. But some people did get uh, half
0: points for saying Count Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rugen. And then we had one question last week where it was a sports question and neither one of us are sports people so i was like i think it's this team and he was like i think it's this team and i was like rock paper scissors and then we rock paper scissors the same thing like <laughs> 10 fucking times in a row and i was like i don't care just put in your answer and we're either of you right oh no. <laughs> the the answer was like a team that neither one of us had even considered we're like That's stop like asking
1: us sports questions when we play true Real pursuit and like switch out the cards for the sports questions. Yeah, it's
0: like I have that deck of like Simpsons trivia. Throw that in. Yeah, well, that's sports. that's our
1: sports now. Yeah,
0: I mean, Simpsons
1: is a sport.
0: Yeah, it's my favorite sport. I'm gonna get gold, a gold medal at Simpsons. I'm good, 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 and oh, oh so, so smart. smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well,
1: should we talk about some
0: movies? Let's talk about some movies.
1: again yeah we had kind of like a spooky theme this year this episode we're getting close to halloween so um i picked a childhood movie that i felt like fit even though it's a cartoon some spooky vibes Mm -hmm. Uh, so i made you watch the black cauldron yeah uh did you know anything about it
0: i don't i think i had like in passing maybe like heard there is a movie called The Black Cauldron. I don't think I realized it was Disney, and I don't, I didn't really know what it was about or anything.
1: Interesting. Well, um, I have a heap load of facts oh, about this okay. one, so this should be interesting, but oh. they're probably all just going to come at the end because it's all yeah. just production stuff. But, oh, okay, yeah. Um, it was released in 1985, written by Lloyd Alexander and David Jonas and Vance Gary. Directed by Ted Berman and Richard Rich. Mm. I always wonder when people... Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure he heard that his whole life. Yeah. I always wonder when people's names are like that, like Tom Thompson or something. Yeah, like, did your yeah, parents yeah. do that on purpose? Yeah, like Especially when it's a, a man, you yeah. know, where your last name is presumably the yes. same. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it stars uh, Grant Bardsley, Susan Sheridan, John Hurt, Arthur Mallett, and John Biner don't hurt yeah you know as i was writing that out i'm like i need to go back and remember what character he played and i can't remember now so i'm gonna have to google that while you're talking at some point uh this is an interesting thing especially for a disney movie it had a budget of 44 million dollars okay in 1985 wow it grossed 21.3 oh shit um And a lot of that is what some of my facts will be about. Okay. Mm. Uh, It has a Rotten Tomatoes of 56 with an audience score of 48 and a Metacritic of 59 with a user of 5.8. I was surprised how low the scores were because I feel like this is a nostalgic movie for a lot of people.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. Um, However, Roger Ebert. Roger. Roger Ebert. Roger Roger Ebert. Um, (laughs) Okay. Sidebar. Yeah. are you familiar with the singer Roger Whittaker? Yeah. That was my grandma's homeboy. Yeah, yeah she loved Roger Whittaker. I still have my dad's Roger Whittaker <laughs> album. And we used to listen to I it, love it. But when I was a little kid, I couldn't get his name right and I called him Roger Whittaker. <laughs> Roger Whittaker. I'm still. <laughs> Anytime I hear anything, it's anytime my family references him at all, it's Roger Whitaker. Oh man, Roger Whitaker. (laughs) Anyway, Uncle Raj fucking loved this movie. Wow, okay. He gave it three and a half stars. Which is like maybe the best of any right, yeah. Um He said, the best of Disney animated features were not innocent children's entertainment, but blood-curdling stories of doom and obsession, with a few smiles along the way, of course. The Black Cauldron is a rip-roaring tale of swords and sorcery, evil and revenge, magic and pluck and luck. Okay. That's the only review I wrote down, though. It was really yeah. hard to actually find much mm. for reviews. So, okay. Uh, so that's all the blah-blahing I'll do right now. <laughs> um, so why don't you give me a synopsis? Okay. So, again, I wrote
0: an entire page, and as I was finishing writing my synopsis, I'm like, there is a difference between a synopsis and a play-by-play. I really got to <laughs> tighten this shit up. But as, as for this time, I will read an entire page. Um, also... I, okay, I watched this without subtitles on. I, like, couldn't figure out how to, like, get subtitles going or something on Disney because the Disney Plus interface fucking
1: sucks. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. That's also a first world problem right? Yes. that I will, when we start talking about the movie that I watched, yeah. I, I have I, streaming interface yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't get...
0: Like, I couldn't make sense of, like, a lot of people's names, so a lot of people, I just called them by, like, the archetype that they were. Yeah. I only got, like, one person's name, like, halfway through. I was like, oh, I think they're calling him this. I mean, you could go with, like, Gandalf and Frodo and... I mean, that comes up. <laughs> okay, so my synopsis is, Torin is a lowly pig keeper in the medieval English countryside. One day he learns that his pig is clair- clairvoyant and knows how to scry. When the pig sees the Horned King looking for an evil black cauldron, Taran's master sends them both into the woods and says not to come back until it's safe. Along the way, they meet a furry creature who steals Taran's apple and basically acts like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. The group gets captured by the Horned King's henchmen when it's discovered that the pig can scry and tell them where the cauldron is. Taran sends the pig off to hide and gets thrown in a dungeon. There he meets a princess who is also a prisoner. Together they escape and meet up with the minstrel. They fight dragons and witches, but eventually get their hands on the cauldron. In order to release the evil within, someone needs to sacrifice themselves to it. The furry thing hops in, destroying the cauldron and the entire evil kingdom. Tarn makes a deal with the witches to bring the little guy back to life, and they, along with the princess, the minstrel, the pig, set off for home.
1: (laughs) Uh, John Hurt was the horned king. Oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I know he was somebody important, but yeah. I just was having a brain fart there. So I'll give you maybe a couple of my little factoids before I let you dive in. Okay. Um, so this is the first, this is something that I thought you would appreciate, actually. Okay. This is the first Disney animated film that is not a musical. Oh. Uh, it doesn't contain any songs, either performed by characters or in the background. There zero was definitely chance.
0: a couple of parts where I was like, they're going to start singing here, aren't they? And then they didn't, so. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, it's there was zero chance for rocking out in this movie. It's the first that isn't a musical? This movie actually uh, was a lot of firsts. Hmm.
0: Um, now, of course, I've never seen any of these movies, but they don't strike me as musicals. Um, or, yeah, uh, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White, they're musicals? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't think of any music. But, but them, they but.
1: just, they're not musicals to the extent of like a lion king yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. but they um, in Snow White, I think she sings um, Someday My Prince Will Come. Oh, okay. I've heard that song. I didn't know yeah. that was from that. And I can't think of Sleeping Beauty, but I'm sure hmm. there's. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to give you one other little first that this was. This was the first Walt Disney movie to feature the classic Walt Disney Pictures logo, the White Castle mm. and text over a blue field. The logo would be used until the new CGI logo was introduced with Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest in 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what you thought about The Black Cauldron? Okay. So it
0: opens kind of like the like the title kind of opening sequences there's like this big like cauldron that it kind of like shows i think still like just in like the main like titles there's like a big cauldron that kind of shows up and just like the way it was like drawn or whatever i was like oh that's a cauldron i thought it was just a big weird fat dude because <laughs> like like the shadows on like the front or whatever i was like that's his face right no no that's just a cauldron and then it kind of opens on this meadow and they're like little like thatched roof hut and whatnot is there and a little like squirrel like hops past and i was like
1: is this the horny squirrel from the the sword (laughs) and the stone there's a lot of repeated imagery through these kind of movies
0: yeah like my next uh my next line is it's christopher robin (laughs) yeah because uh tauren is christopher robin totally yeah so he's like his like master whatever is like don't eat that food that's for and when Henwin, well, Henwin. Uh, you know, you have to you have to take that out to Henwin, and they take Tarin takes the food out, and it's like, oh, he has a dog, in addition to like the cat in the that's in the house, and then a pig comes out, and it's like, I was not expecting a pig <laughs> to live in that dog house and get special food, but okay, there's like a whole bunch of geese that he's like get out of here geese like i've got to go feed my magic pig like get out of here and he's like shaking his stick and then the geese just take off and i was like well those aren't canadian geese because they right. just <laughs> fucking fight them
1: cobra chickens yeah right um to be fair he to didn't fair. know the pig was magic at that point even still though like why i mean he had to think something
0: was up like why are you he treating it was this pig, pig, pig like pig, gold yeah that's my special magic pig <laughs> Um, so when I wrote this, I said I did appreciate the the, de- the attention to detail with Torin's shoes. And then I got thinking of it more, and it's like, no, it's still not historically accurate. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, hey, good job with those. And I was like,
1: oh, no. Does it surprise you that I paid zero no, attention to his no, no. shoes? And He had the I'm shoes. I'm thinking that- they're brown and um, look like little sacks tied around his
0: shoes ankles well it was like a little like soft shoe kind of thing that then wrapped all the way around his leg oh, okay. and i was like oh they're like warrior boots like that's very uh authentic and i was like to vikings not to english warriors <laughs> I, was, I was like just for a second i was like wow you don't see that very often and then yeah my next line was this is just the sword in the stone <laughs> i thought you might feel um, which is funny because when we watched *The Sword in the Stone*, I had to like consciously tell myself all the time, like, "Make sure you are watching the right movie. We are not watching *The Black Cauldron* right now. <laughs> Make sure you pull up *Sword in the Stone*." Now it's like, probably could have watched it and just, you know, passed off my thoughts as, <laughs> and just entertain. Well, them. to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we get to see how uh, how like quick I like catch up in this story because one line is why do they treat this pig like gold oh it's a magic pig <laughs> i know it's so random like. and like the pig has such like human like characteristics yeah. and like his face looks very human so i was kind of like is he was he like cursed is he like a real boy that was cursed oh, as a pig that would be a good an interesting theory right? yeah.
1: um i personally feel an Like, even, so, I watched this, you know, a handful of times when I was a kid. And then, like, once probably, in like, ten years ago, maybe. okay. And then this time. And the last time, so still in my adulthood, but, like, a good, like, ten or so years ago. Yeah. And even more this time I watched it. I feel like somehow the animation of the pig and Gergi feels newer than the rest of like it, mm. they feel mismatched somehow with the look of the rest of the movie
0: okay is gergi the
1: golem, golem. yeah
0: gergi gergi yeah so then the the scene kind of shifts to the horned king's uh kingdom his castle or whatever and I'm like, I suddenly feel like I've stepped into an Iron Maiden album. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for Eddie to show up here. It's Everything about this is just so metal. It feels very Care
1: Bears to me. Care Bears? Did you watch the Care I should know better than that. Did you watch the Care Bears cartoon when you were younger? I feel like I did, but I don't remember weird metal shit happening to the Care Bears. So the Care Bears had like a nemesis and it was, um, shit, what was his name? He was this evil wizardy guy. Whoa. Blackheart or something like that. Okay. And he had this little gremlin y sidekick. And he had a niece that lived with him whose name oh. was Shrieky. Oh, I remember Shrieky. Yeah. What was she the one okay,
0: maybe now I'm just convi- like mixing this up with the Smurfs. Was Shrieky the one that had some like weird like, like call or something that said like witchy witchy woo Mm. maybe that's maybe that's like gargamel's girlfriend or something there's like one of these shows where she like says like witchy 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 or something like that um
1: (laughs) just completely made that i did that is not familiar at all to me but uh (laughs) the care bears villain is no heart is no heart oh interesting and a uh, picture of him yeah and I'm just trying to think of the name of his little gremlin guy. I've got a picture over here. So that's No Heart End.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty metal. Oh, I've seen that little, like, he looks like he could be, uh, the little, like, sidekick looks like he could be, um, like, in a commercial for the Orkin Man or something. <laughs> yeah, but totally. Um, Mr. Beastly. Mr. Mister- is- oh, okay. I always thought that was from, like, some other show. I don't know. <laughs> so... So uh the, what's his name Theron Thenin Thorin. They're just why can't it just be Dave? <laughs> like why, why do they have to have these names where it's like I don't know what your fucking name is? Because
1: it's a fairy tale. <laughs> if we can have King Ralph, we can have fucking <laughs> Dave the pig keeper, Dave the pig keeper. And the pig's name is Babe.
0: Yeah, come on. Dave and Babe. Together again, so they're like going along through the through the meadow, kind of trying to find. They're being sent to this like kind of safe house that they're like yeah. that their keeper has, and it's like, go here with a crust of bread and an apple. Don't come out until I tell you it's safe. And it's like, I hope it's not going to be more than a couple hours. There's not a lot of food there. But then, um, he's like, uh, uh Tarin says to henwin like stay here. He's got him on a leash. Like he's a dog. Like he is literally the family dog. Yeah. And he's like, stay here. Don't go anywhere. You have to stay next, like near me. And then, you know, turns around and the pig is gone. And it's like, God damn it. You've already lost Hemwin. So then he's like, he's like, is he here? Is he over here? And it's like, we're in the spooky woods. And then my next note that when I first looked at it, I was like, I don't know what I meant by that. Then I then I instantly remembered. My next note is just, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> and it was gurgi.
0: And it was gurgi. I didn't even know what his fucking name was. I kept calling him the furry dude throughout the whole thing. <laughs> um, that works. I was just like, this is some Gollum shit. And then I remembered about a week ago, you were like, oh, there's something I always say or something that I've like been known to say.
1: See if you can like pick it out of the movie. Is it Munches and crunches? It is. Um, that's maybe the first one that I've said, oh, I quote something from this movie all the time that, that you actually... Yeah. Yeah, Munches and crunches. I haven't heard you say that in a while, but like when I you heard could him say it on that, it's like, oh, she has said that before. So I say Munches and crunches quite often and um, then I even take it further and I mash it up with a quote from another movie <laughs> that you've probably... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Have you ever seen Grease? No. So... In Greece, there's a scene where Danny and Sandy, the protagonists, meet after being separated. And, mm. and she's all excited to see him, but now he's back with his cool dude friend. Oh, okay. So he's got to be a cool dude and not be excited <laughs> to see her. Yeah. And she's like, what have you been up to? And he says, oh, you know, rocking and rolling and whatnot. So I have been known to say, <laughs> for some reason, you know, sometimes things just yeah. happen in your it's brain. Like, it makes sense in my brain. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else's brain. So I will often say... Munchins and crunchins and whatnot.
0: <laughs> Rocking and rolling and munchins and crunchins.
1: <laughs> oh, yoy. Oh. Here for your entertainment. Well,
0: that's that's why we keep you around. <laughs> so then the dragons show up. Yeah. And they're like kind of circling around them and they're like, oh, oh no, dragons.
1: And dragons one, slash ring wraiths. Ring wraiths? The. Lord of the Rings. I'm just gonna keep throwing. Oh, Lord well, of the... I mean, yeah. It's yeah.
0: what's the ringwraith?
1: I don't. They're the of... big black scary things that hunt the hobbits. How do I not know? But what? <laughs> How... <laughs> Your face was just like Jesus Christ. I have to go home. How do I not know? You'll know it to see it. I'm gonna bring up a picture here. Ringwraiths. I just
0: think of orcs. Orcs are the bad guys. These. It's also the
1: Nazgul. Does that make more sense? No.
0: I swear to God, I've seen all these movies more than once. I don't know why.
1: Big scary black cloak guys. I mean, they're obviously not dragons, but that would be the equivalent. in. Um, why
0: have I never? That doesn't look familiar to me at all. So. What? That looks like a Dementor.
1: Yeah, that would be the, another equivalent of them. Okay. I'm going to have to re-watch The Lord of the Rings because I don't remember any of that. Do you remember... Okay, apparently we're going to talk yeah, about The Lord yeah. of the Rings for a yeah, while now. Yeah. Do you remember the scene? It's fairly early into the first movie mm-hmm. when they're going on an adventure. Mm-hmm. And they're like hiding under a tree from... Like, Mary and Pippin are hiding under a tree. That sounds a little bit familiar.
0: Movies like that, I'm really bad with the details. I like am, too. Like, that and, like, Harry Potter and shit. People, like, I know people who, like, got so up in arms about, like, well, this one scene in, like, the fourth Harry Potter movie, it shouldn't have happened like that because it was actually, like, Neville that did this and not Dobby in it. And just, like, how do you fucking remember
1: this shit? Um, yeah, I'm not good with, with details like that either, but... Um, but you're like, but this was a major plot point and I don't know why you don't remember <laughs> But it. yeah, this is like, it is a really memorable scene to me. So I'm just like, does that? Like,
0: I'm, maybe a little bit. <laughs> okay. So I need to rewatch Lord of the
1: Rings. I mean, I'm here for yeah, it. It's we like, can oh, have a marathon bad. one yeah, day if
0: you want. Absolutely.
1: Um, I'm going to take a screenshot of this too. Yeah, no
0: doubt.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, sorry. I'll let no, you keep that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine.
0: Yeah, so at any rate, um, so the dragons are circling and they're, like, chasing uh, Taran and the pig and the little furry guy, I think. And the dragon POV chasing the pig is, like, a little intense. Like, it's yeah. just like, ah, that poor pig. That poor pig's going to, like, bite it right now and we're going to, like, see it happen.
1: Like, yeah, Ooh. like, 100% those dragons could have caught that pig. Yeah. By all rights should have
0: absolutely it's a pig it's a tasty tasty pig
1: Mm, the magical
0: animal (laughs) um that's funny because in a lot of my notes because i can't remember what the fucking pig's name was i was just calling it mr porky (laughs) mr porky
1: did you get that simpsons reference though you're always the one that makes them and i don't get yes
0: Yeah, yeah yeah of course um, so then they're, like, going through the woods trying to, like, find Mr. Porky. <laughs> and the way the woods is drawn, and I have to, like, bring up a picture here because it probably won't mean anything to you. Um, it looks exactly like an al- an album cover from A Day to Remember. And so I have to show you because I was like, do I, am I remembering that correctly? And it's like, yes, the album cover, um... A Day to Remember's album "Homesick" is exactly what the woods looks like in that movie, where it's all like different yeah. colors and yeah. it's kind of like a clearing like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's cool. That's exactly what that is. Maybe that's where they got it Maybe from. Maybe it is. I'm gonna have to go for a deep dive on that later. <laughs> so then they're back. They're showing people back at uh, the evil castle. I'm sure it has a name.
1: Yeah, and it's very similar to to Mordor yes because i read that i wrote that later i was like
0: are they actually saying mordor no so, it's yeah. like
1: yeah i can't remember for all but intents it's, and it's purposes it's mordor, mordor yeah. so we're
0: back at mordor and they kind of show like as if like the camera like the pov is like at like the base of the castle and then it shows it kind of like panning up and it looks like so 3d for a second mm. i was like this part now seems very you know like you said with some of the characters like it was from a like a more modern movie all of a sudden my next note there is like it looks like 3d animation or like animation over a photo Mm, like you ever seen like the movie like a scanner darkly or whatever Mm -hmm. where it looks like we took these pictures and then we kind of like animated yeah that's
1: kind of what it looked like so this movie is notable for being the first full-length disney animated movie to incorporate cgi in its animation, the CGI was utilized for a lot of the special effects, which include bubbles, a boat, a floating orb of light, the cauldron, realistic flames seen near the end of the movie, um, the boat that Taron and his friends used to escape. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if the the castle was oh, also. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it just looked like super real for a second. I was like, oh, what's going on? And then we have all these like evil guards throughout the throughout the uh castle and they kind of come upon one who's like sleeping and his dog is kind of hanging out there on a chain or whatever and then we see like later on like all the guards kind of look like that just these big burly dudes in like sick mini dresses yes it's like (laughs) and tights it didn't even look like tights though it looked like it was just legs and i
1: was like why do you not have pants on right now (laughs) (laughs) what kind of job is this Wow. The uh, horned king likes what the horned king likes. (laughs) By day, I'm the horned king. By night, I'm the horny king. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Then they just, like, open a door in in the castle, and all of a sudden they're in, like, a medieval pub, it seems (laughs) like. Um, So just, like, medieval pub people with a 19th century Roma woman, like, dancing. It's, like... Is this a portal in time? What's happening now? Maybe. What's going on? There is
1: magic afoot. Right?
0: There is magic afoot. So- or a snout. <laughs> a
1: snout. Sorry. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah.
0: Womp womp. So the horned king is like, ah, you found the magical pig. Bring that magical pig here. And the weird little, like, goblin dude that's, like, his sidekick. The little henchman. Yeah. he like He's like... Here's the pig, we found him. And then I was like, for the second time in this movie, are they gonna kill that pig? Like right in front of us? Like they got like real close to like giving him the chop. And I was like, well, where are we gonna go from here? And then at the last minute, it's like, okay, fine. We're not gonna kill this pig. it's like, damn, that was Yet. that was getting real close. Yeah. <laughs> Tarin is then like, we have to get away. I'm gonna jump into the moat. And it's like, oh my god, don't jump into the moat. That Please is don't. Ugh, that's so gross. And then he finds himself uh, put back in like a dungeon and a fair maiden appears. Of course. And she has a name that I can't ever remember. because I think. Because every time I hear name. him, it's every time I hear her saying it because I didn't have like captions on it, mm. I'm like, what the fuck is your name? Like, and I was like, okay, yes. Well, and fair the, she
1: speaks in this really kind of high light. Fluttery voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know, you're the fair
0: maiden. You're the princess. Um so she's like, Well, come with me, come with me if you want to live. So they're like kind of sneaking through like the dungeons and whatnot, and they like break through a wall, and it's like, oh, there's like more stuff in here. What's going on in here? Oh, it's like some old king guy's tomb or whatever. And there's like a big sword on top and Taran just takes it and it's like oh okay so we're just grave robbing now yeah that that's great and then i was like this is straight up some sword <laughs> in the stone shit i was waiting for that like 100 that's all this is and now you have magical powers and it is like a magical sword they find out totally. like it's just yeah. yeah and then they meet uh a, a um a minstrel who is also prisoner and his harp is a lie detector? Because every time he says a lie, like, one of the strings goes, like, ping, and, it like, pulls out or whatever. It's like, okay,
1: well. Pinocchio's hmm. got a nose. Fluter's got a harp. I guess so. His name is Fluter? Yes. Okay. His name should be Harper. Right? Yeah.
0: Um, and so, but... Uh, Taran is just like, yeah, I have this sword, and it's great, and I love this sword. And there's a couple of scenes with him with this sword where I'm like, find you someone who looks at you the way Taran looks at that sword, because <laughs> he is in love with that sword. Well, uh, Wouldn't you be? I guess so. I don't know. The sword is like as big as he is. I don't know how he's like lugging it around. Because it's magic. Okay, that's right. Okay, sorry, magic is yes, okay. <laughs> um, And then my next note is just all in fucking capital letters, and I think it's when like more henchmen appear. Why don't these guys wear pants? <laughs> you got your little booties on. You got your sexy little, like, dress on. You have your, like, Fred Flintstone gray, like, five o'clock shadow, every single
1: one of you. What are these guys? So I just looked up Fluter's name. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, F-L-U-T-E-R. Oh, okay. It's F-F-L-E-W-D-D-U-R. So it's some oh, sort of medieval. Welsh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, Okay. Interesting. So they're trying to get away from all these henchmen that are showing up with no pants, just showing off their sexy legs. And all the henchmen are like just throwing like so many like axes and swords at them. And they're all like sticking to like the wall or the door next to them. And it's like, uh, grab all those axes. Right? And now you have the arsenal and they don't and they should run away from you. Why did you just like run away without at least grabbing one? Just an axe. Just grab an axe. So they get away from these bad guys. And then they like, they're like by a pond and they're like, oh, like jump into the pond. Or they like fall into the pond or whatever. Into like the deepest fucking pond I've ever seen. Like I feel like it's maybe the ocean and not a pond. And there's like water fairies in there.
1: I mean, they're just fairy fairies, but they are, they live below the water. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the water was, is where you get to there. Okay, because I was like, are we still underwater here? Or
0: like, what is... Okay. Yeah,
1: kind of below the earth, but that's... Ah. You get to it through the
0: water. Under underwater. I was like, what the hell is with these wee fairies with baby voices? Just, ugh. I hate... I hate children voices. Just when it's
1: like, here's a little thing. So it has to talk like this, like it's the cutest little baby. It's like, no. Uh-uh. Um... I didn't actually write this down, but fun fact, a lot of the like juvenile voices mm-hmm. are actually kids. Hmm. They're not just adults pretending to be kids.
0: I do enjoy when they do that, but I also don't. Yeah, do still don't... annoying kid voices. I mean, it, it could be worse. Those kids could be singing. <laughs> so, you know, at least there's not that. Um, and then there's also just a mini Santa fairy. Yeah. There's one that is absolutely Santa Claus. Absolutely. So that's good to have him there. um so i put in here they have henwin did the fairies have henwin did yes they, okay. the f- fairies saved him oh right okay yeah so the fairies saved henwin and she's like oh tauren like my master is here and she even like licks his face like a dog and yeah. it's like you are the family dog like you walk on a leash you live in a dog house you just like licked your master's face you're a dog
1: maybe, maybe she's a pug not a pig
0: Oh, or maybe instead of being, like, a bewitched little boy, she was a bewitched dog. Maybe. It's like, now you should live your days out as a pig. <sighs> I don't know how much of a curse that is. I know. At I any yeah. rate. Right,
1: yeah. Kind of six of one and a half dozen of the other. Yeah. So then they were like, you,
0: you and Princess Lady, go and, like, destroy the Black Cauldron. Find the Black Cauldron. We'll get Henwin home safe. And I was like, I do not trust these fairies. Yeah, the fairies I, I are good. They ended up being good, but I was like... You've known these people all of five minutes and you're like, yes, take my prized pig. Just take it home. She'll show you how to get there. I was like, oh, they're never going to see that pig alive again. (laughs) I thought for sure they were going to like turn evil and be like, sucker, bacon's on the meal tonight. We're on the menu tonight. I
1: was just going to say, fairies secretly
0: love bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, what's the name of the creepy place? Because it sounds like Mordor. And one does not simply walk into Mordor. But they were just like, yeah, we're just going to go back there and get that evil guy. So then they come along to, uh, like, what seems to be like an abandoned house or something. And there's, like, a hex or a sigil on the door. And it's like, hey, maybe don't just go in there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just maybe stay out. Yeah, it does look fairly unwelcoming. Mm -hmm. Oh, now there's witches in this movie. Like, in case there wasn't enough going on. Now there's witches in this movie. Yep. You know what?
1: That could be a parallel. Not specifically witches, oh, but, like... but, like, there's so much happening. Pick a plot! <laughs> no,
0: never! <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, so many characters. <laughs> and, uh, so there's, like, three different witches, and they all have kind of, like, their separate, like, personalities or whatever... And there's, like, one witch who is just, like, the most suggestive, like, sexy-ass witch ever. She is just, like, super thirsty. Yeah. And she has, like, possibly the biggest boobs I've ever seen a (laughs) Disney character have. I was just like, what is this movie? I was like, between that and the, like, Roma slash, like, belly dancer kind of character from before, this is a very boobalicious movie. (laughs) It's just titties everywhere.
1: So, okay, so there are two parallels with the place, with the the name of the evil place. Mm-hmm. I still haven't found the name that sounds like Mordor, but also in the Lord of the Rings, they go to Mount Doom in Mordor, yes. and in this, the scary place is in the land of doom oh, so there's okay. doom in both of huh. them
0: too mount doom sounds so much more metal though that's just rad so Tarin is asking uh the witches, like hey we're looking for this black cauldron like do you know anything about a black cauldron and then the one witch is like oh we haven't seen a black cauldron around here in two thousand years and i was literally like We haven't seen a black cauldron around here
1: in In 25 years. years. Yeah,
0: (laughs) And so then they finally like, oh yes, the black cauldron. We know about that. And so they bring it out and it's like, how the fuck is that cauldron so big? Like it just looked ginormous. And it's like, is it on wheels? How do you move it? Um,
1: magic. Magic.
0: And then I was like, oh, the dude with the sexy knees are back. (laughs) And then... Uh, the the horned king is like release my army of the dead, and it's like this part is pretty fucking metal. I, I do enjoy <laughs> this, where it's just all these like skeleton uh warriors just like fighting. Um, they're called the Cauldron Born, yeah. which I was like, that's fucking cool,
1: and they are the Urukai. Urukai, okay, no, that's the Lord of the Rings.
0: I I don't know anything. That's the orcs.
1: The orcs. Oh, okay. I was
0: like, is it fucking Frodo? Then I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that whole like army of the dead, cauldron born thing, it feels very much like the locked tomb series of books, which is about like necromancy. It's basically the tagline for the locked tomb series is lesbian necromancers in space, but they do. (laughs) It's it's an amazing book series, but. um, That sounds
1: like the. Cannibal women in the avocado jungle of death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of a movie we should add to. Right? Those.
0: there you go. Uh yeah, but in, in the Locked Tomb series, they literally are like they're necromancers, so they like will like rise up like an army of the dead and they will like fight and stuff. So like cauldron born literally sounds like it would be a phrase it's in that funny. in that book series. So um and then the cauldron is like bubbling with all the like evil seething out of it and it's like ooh, that cauldron looks pretty sick with all that green fog coming out of it like, yes yeah 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 be. i think
1: that was that was part of the cgi
0: mm, okay yeah yeah and then turning the page of my notes here my next thing is like okay the army of the dead is pretty great <laughs> i did <laughs> like that part the best well that's good yeah,
1: yeah it, it uh it's it's interesting Imagery for, like, a kid's cartoon, It's hey? fucking dark. Yeah. You know, actually, as I was watching it, I'm like, this is, like, dark like I don't like dark. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Surprising that I like this because it is very dark. Yeah. Not, not just subject matter, but, like, yeah. visually yeah, dark. Yeah, it's visually
0: dark. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, so then the fluffy guy just <laughs> yeets himself off a cliff into the cauldron after turning around and saying... He has no friends, so it's okay. And it's like,
1: holy shit, dude. Are you, like, the saddest character ever? Yep. Like,
0: nobody loves me. It's okay. I have no friends.
1: Bye. Sacrifice myself because I'm such a loser.
0: Yeah. And then um, I didn't take notes for a while after that. Um, I found it, like, kind of a little bit hard to follow, Cause I felt like there was like so much happening where I was like, what's that like? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Why is happening? Where is happening? <laughs> How is happening? Yeah. There was just like so many like characters. I was like having a hard time, like focusing, I had to like rewind a couple times. Like, wait, we're here now. Like what is, <laughs> what is going on now? Um, so then, uh, my uh my notes kind of came back like at the end. So after uh after like little fluffy guy dies, and then they bargain with the witches to bring him back, and then uh he's alive and everything is all is right with the world kind of thing. Um, and then they're like, Great, we we did it. We solved evil. <laughs> and they're like, let's go home, and uh and Tarin like is like, yeah, like come with me, princess. And it's like If she's a princess, why don't they go back to her place instead of a fucking, like, thatched-roofed house in the middle of the woods? Like, But then, okay, there was, I think, kind of like a throwaway line that might have just been, like, a diss at her. But the Horned King was like, oh, who do I have here? A pig keeper and a scullery maid. And it's like, oh, is she not a princess then? Yeah. Or did he make a princess be a scullery maid? to like take her down a peg
1: yeah there's not it's not really clear about that but that's definitely something i thought of too i'm like if she's a princess i feel like there would be people looking for her and yeah lots of questions about that
0: yeah and i would just be like oh for saving my life like you and your magical pig can come and live at my house
1: bring your your
0: gandalf with you yeah and you and the minstrel just you guys can all come live with me it's totally fine yeah, so then my final note was just like this was super dark, like for a kids movie. It was yeah. like what the fuck. Um, but yeah, and then just like kind of hard to follow. I really had to like focus in a couple of parts. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, okay, wait, what were you? <laughs> what is happening? So in the end, even though the uh, the Army of the Dead is like pretty fucking great. I only gave it two munches and crunches, which (laughs) Uh is one munch and one crunch. All
1: right. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. Um, So I have like a lot of facts and I have actually quite a lengthy excerpt about one of the facts that I want to read. So just buckle in for some boring shit. So... um, Another first. This movie was Walt Disney's first full-length animated movie uh, to be filmed in a widescreen format, as oh. well as Super Technorama. Whoa. Um, I just included a lot of these, because it was interesting to see how many firsts yeah. this movie what was. What year is this movie again? Um, So, it was released in 85. Oh, okay. But it was in production for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It was the first Disney animated theatrical movie to receive a PG rating mm. uh, and had, had been the only one to have it up until Nightmare Before Christmas in 1993. Ah, okay. Um. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because it was so scary. There are some scenes where there are, like, dead bodies and stuff. So. Yeah, and titties. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, I they're, guess, they're, yeah. they're covered, but... But titties be tittying. <laughs> titties be tittying. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That was uh, <laughs> that was uh, um, a TikTok from like the early COVID days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was this guy talking about how, you know, women not leaving the house. And he's like, let me tell you, your woman is not wearing a bra. <laughs> titties be out here tittying, but bras... <laughs> aren't (laughs) brawn and i think about that all the time because my titties be tittying oh yeah and my bras don't be brawn Mm. so interesting fact that i thought you might appreciate Mm. tim burton was a conceptual artist on this oh interesting um his only other involvement with a full-length disney animated film before he became a filmmaker in his own right cool so I don't know how like he was pretty rookie filmmaker, yeah. so I don't know how involved. But yeah, he was. He kind of cut his teeth on this movie. Oh, cool. Um, the movie is based on um a series of books.
0: I noticed that in the credits, it was like based on the book series "Bloody blah, blah," and I was like, "Oh, the I the Pridean, wonder...
1: I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Prydain, maybe P R Y D I A N Chronicles. Oh, okay. And it's loosely based on the the books are loosely based on um um like mythology of ancient Wales.
0: Oh interesting. Okay. So I'm
1: that's funny that you said Fluter's name was Welsh. Yeah, it yeah. probably
0: was. That's because for about six months in high school I decided that I should learn Welsh because it's such a transferable fucking skill.
1: I did that with uh, Gaelic? <laughs>
0: Oh, I was definitely going to
1: learn Gaelic. Yeah. Okay, so I have like just one more before my whole big diatribe. Mm-hmm. So, the version of the movie released to theaters omitted about 10 to 12 minutes of fully animated footage. Mm-hmm. Extended scenes of Taran and his friends fighting their way out of the castle. Multiple instances of extended dialogue from Fluter. Fluter Flam. Uh, <laughs> There is a well-known deleted scene that, due to a clumsy jump, it left in, um, like, the the cut left an awkward jump in the soundtrack. Mm, okay. Um, and several cells of the infamous scene appearing online. Uh, it's that a man's being mauled by one of the cauldron-born. Damn. Um, cauldron-born okay. is just so fucking metal. I love that. That could be uh, your band name. It will be. Okay. So... I uh, fully got, this is just copy and paste from a website called Cinema Blend. There is a ton, like if you find this kind of stuff interesting, there is a lot of history about the making of this movie. Mm -hmm. There is endless information online that you can find, but I I found a really kind of nice summary of this particular take on the movie um on yeah it's called cinema okay that's nice because like i
0: like i'm not a disney guy as we have established but i love what they call like disney lore Mm, yeah tell me like the conspiracy theories the fucking ghost stories the mysteries all the weird shit that happened like behind the scenes i want all that shit
1: so this movie you will probably be tickled to hear is Widely known as the movie that almost killed Disney. Oh, shit. So The Black Cauldron has had been in development in Disney since the early 70s. Wow. When the studio optioned the rights to the Chronicles of Pridean series. From the beginning, it was clear that it would be a difficult project, as the book series covers numerous characters' plot lines over a long period of time. It was difficult for the story department to find the right angle f- and plot for a single film. They should have broken it up into six, just like Lord right? of the
0: Rings. Yeah, come
1: on. It was felt that money. uh, It was felt that the film could be a turning point for Walt Disney Animation um, from a style perspective, and that it could potentially be attractive to a wider, potentially more mature audience. Um, And that also meant that animation was going to be a lot more complex. Hmm. Originally, The Black Cauldron was set to be released in 1980, but it became clear that it wouldn't be ready in time, so they released The Fox and the Hound instead, and The Black Hmm. Cauldron was shifted to 1984. Uh, while we're now used to seeing Disney animated projects every year prior to the Disney renaissance, it was normal to see years pass in between mm-hmm. films. However, um, while that decision was made in order to give the film um, time to make the movie better in its own way, the decision very nearly ended Walt Disney Animation. Wow. In the fall of 1984, this is this is where it gets juicy. Okay. In the fall of 1984, Michael Eisner became the new CEO of Walt Disney Company, and he brought on Jeffrey Katzenberg with him to take over as the head of Walt Disney Studios. Um, and Roy E. Disney was put in charge of the animation studio. Uh, when getting up to speed on the company's ongoing projects, Jeffrey Katzenberg was shown the current version of The Black Cauldron, and he, by all reports, hated it. Oh, Um, He thought it was much too dark and scary and that it would frighten children. Katzenberg wanted wanted the really scary parts cut from the film and due to the fact that he was new to Disney, had no history in animation, he didn't understand the process Mm -hmm. and he reportedly clashed with the animators who tried to explain that you couldn't just edit animation the way you can live action. So because of all the changes that he wanted to make Mm -hmm. and stuff, it's quite different from its original version and it took a lot longer to make. And it almost doubled the initial budget, so it was budgeted for around twenty thousand, and it was or twenty million, Hmm. and ended up costing about forty-four million. Holy shit! And and like I said earlier, only grossed like twenty-three. Yeah. Um, and due to its like poor box office, Mm -hmm. it ended up not being released on video until nineteen ninety-eight. Oh wow! So it was kind of just buried in the vault. Yeah, no doubt.
0: I love how it's like, oh, we've brought on this new like ceo or whatever he knows absolutely nothing about animation good thing he's at an animation house yeah and and not
1: willing to learn like yeah I don't know anything about animation, but I'm in charge. So we're doing what yeah. I say. Yeah. Screw you guys who have all been in this industry forever and, and know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. This is my show now.
0: Yeah. It's like, um, I recently heard that the like CEO or the director or whatever of the Motor Museum in Philadelphia, she's like a new person. I mean, new within like the last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, she wants to like completely like change the museum and like, there was talk about it like closing and whatnot and she's like oh just like to have these like skeletons on display and like these other things it's just oh it's so creepy we have to change it and it's like you You work for the motor museum no one forced you to work here
1: you signed up for this yeah yeah
0: yeah. they got like a couple bad google reviews from people who like don't understand what Mm. the murder is like trying to do and then she's all like PR like oh we have to change it and it's like no 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 that's what this museum does um and they do it quite respectfully yeah well I was, well, like, I was I, gonna say I I,
1: I wonder if there's some conflation between that and like the bodies exhibit mm, yes where, which is very controversial yeah, and, yeah. It, and it and it's been like in popular culture a lot lately like there's been podcast episodes yeah. about it and yeah. and articles and stuff about the the bodies exhibition yeah yeah yeah. and it's like it's not the same thing
0: (laughs) yeah not not even a little bit like there are people who like literally like in their will were like I have like an extraordinary like uh, like I have an extraordinary body I mean (laughs) same but uh but you know like there is something like (laughs) Like, different, where they have, yeah. like, like some kind of, like, illness or... Abnormality yeah. Or, yeah. And they were like, I will my body to the beauty museum so yeah. they can, like, That's cool. you know, use it as an education tool. Mm-hmm. But people are just like, no, it's a freak show. We have to it's shut it great. down. It's bad. Yeah. It's like, don't take a job at a place and then try to change the thing. If, like, if you're the new guy, like, maybe just shut up and listen to the people who know what they're doing. I'm talking to you,
1: Elon Musk. Right? Fuck. For, like, <sighs> everything he's ever done. Right. It's just like... We just... Yeah. Come into something that's already developed and fuck everything up and then move on to my next. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's right? probably a good place to pause. Speaking of other things, horrifying, that is where we'll end. <laughs>
0: and on that note, let's talk about something more horrifying, less horrifying. <laughs> I don't know. But because it is Halloween, or. The spookiest day of the year, October 27th, (laughs) we are going to uh, have some fun with one of the most loved Halloween traditions, going trick-or-treating, and we are going to talk about trick-or-treat. Did you know anything about this movie going into it? Not a thing. No? Had a hunch
1: it took place on Halloween. Ah, very astute. Not the spookiest day of the year. October 27th? I think that needs to be the title for this. (laughs) Yes. Spookiest Day of the Year, dot, dot, dot. October 27th. (laughs) Second only to
0: Saturday the 14th. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Trick or Treat is a 2007 movie. It was written and directed by Michael Doherty. This was his directorial debut. Uh, It stars Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, and Dylan Baker. It had a $12 million budget... And there is no box office uh, data for this movie because hmm. it never played in theaters. Oh, really? It did a bunch of um, like film festivals and stuff. Oh, okay. And I think they did screen it at uh, Comic-Con at one point. Um, and then it eventually just went straight to DVD in 2009. And the first theatrical run of this movie was actually just last October in 2022. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it's never actually been in theaters. So it has no box office. Hmm. No. Um, but, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 82% on the tomato meter Wow! and a 72% audience score. Wow. And Metascore, Metacritic, there is no Metascore <laughs> and it has a 7.8 user score. Interesting. Yeah. With that, I did find a couple of reviews still. It was tricky to find reviews cause it is yeah. kind of a bit more underground cult classic <laughs> and, uh, you know, didn't have that theatrical release. But uh, so Uncle Raj did not watch this movie. He missed this one. <laughs> he would have loved it. He would have. I know he would have. Uh, but Bloody Disgusting gave it four and a half skulls out of five. And they said it's an, an instant cult classic. They said, in short, Trick or Treat is F-U-N. It's a trip back to the 80s when the goal was to excite and entertain, not torment you. Doherty's film is the type of movie you can bring anyone to, whether it's a date or your kid. It's not overly violent or too funny. It's, as Goldilocks says, just right. This is the type of film that will ensure you forget about all your worries and will captivate you you until the very end. Maybe even bring back the spirit of the holiday, which feels long lost. And then the only other review I could find was on IGN.com, and they gave it 8 out of 10, and they said... Those who love the holiday will want to have this to pop into the DVD player every October just to get into the spirit. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a synopsis that you totally didn't just write
1: five minutes ago. Shut up. Okay. Podcasting
0: so... magic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so my synopsis is maybe more synopsis than play by play this time. Well, as it should be. And then this happened, and then... (laughs) (laughs) Because if I did that, we would be here till fucking tomorrow. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) All right, so it's Halloween night, and anything could and does happen. (laughs) A murderous school principal, a 30-year-old curse, pranks gone wrong, werewolves, maybe vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mark. And a little dude who's going to kill you for your candy, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Anything your spooky little heart can imagine. Just don't blow out your jack o' lantern. That's right. Uh, we both have movies with a weird little dude in it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a title too. Oh, a weird I love little it. dude. Yeah. So, um, I think I I thought. <laughs> Sorry, this movie was like before I even get into it. Just like I can't even keep a straight face talking about it because it is just so batshit. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, um, I thought for sure, given like the nature of this movie, I was going to find a ton of fun facts. Mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, I'm just gonna have like, chock a block of fun facts, and I couldn't find a lot at all. I found like, if you ever go into like IMDb, they have a lot of like trivia. Yeah, and they had a whole bunch that's of that's not for where trivia. I get all no, of Of course my not. Fun what is that? Thought. I've never heard it before. Um, but a lot of them were like, that's not really trivia. You're just drawing weird like charlie mm. day like red lines back and forth <laughs> like is that there was one part where it was like oh if you look at uh krieger's i think it's krieger brian cox's character if you look at his house his house has eight locks on it and there were eight kids on the school mm. bus and i'm like doesn't mean
1: anything i definitely did a lot of like i bet you this means this and it's like means. no nothing means nothing anything means Anything, yeah um, i even actually like paused it, and wrote, we'll get there, but I yeah. um, wrote a whole theory, <laughs> texted it to my sister. Whoa. Look <laughs> yeah. at that. So that if I was right, it would be in print before I watched it. So I could prove oh, okay. that there I you was go. right.
0: I'm good, good, good. And oh, so smart. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I will say before we get into it is that um, it was rumored that this never got a big theatrical release due to all the child death in it. Oh, but They were like, oh, we're not going to put that in the theaters. But it's like.
1: It's a horror movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about that. I mean... And it wasn't, like, grotesque. It wasn't, like... There's a word I'm looking for.
0: Like, um...
1: It, excessive. I, I, I know what you're going for.
0: Yeah. Gratuitous. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's actually not a single death that happens on camera in this movie. Mm. It all happens, like, off camera. Yeah. Then you kind of see, like, bodies afterwards. Um The child deaths were, like, not super, like... Somber. It wasn't like, eight children perish today. It's like, here's a crazy fucking thing that happened and all these kids bit it. So maybe... All these kids that their parents didn't want. Yeah. So great, I guess. Happy Halloween. (laughs) So yeah, so maybe that's a thing. But Mm -hmm. then there's also like, uh, Michael Doherty had written uh, several movies before that. And one of them was uh, one of the Superman movies. Like, Hmm. I can't remember which one because I don't give a shit about Superman. But it didn't like do very well and people are people were speculating that like this movie came out right after that movie and so it's like oh well you really fucked up superman so Mm. no theatrical release for you but who's to say only the studio i guess this is true so with that why don't you go
1: ahead and give me all your thoughts and feelings on trick or treat all right um it starts out with very jason vibes yeah. Like kind of watching from across the street, mm. from oh, behind yes. a mask kind of. Oh, put a pin in that. Um, I want to talk about Jason for a second. I always want to talk about Jason. So w- last episode when we were talking about Freddy versus Jason, you mm. were talking about like your favorite Jason. Ah, yes, yes, um, yes, And I totally can see what you mean because I was looking through some sort of listicle or something this week. And I can't remember what it was, if it was like ranking the, or it was telling you the order that you should watch the Jason movies oh, okay. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ranking them or something. Yeah. And it, so it had pictures from all of them. And there are some of them where he looks just like a little guy. Yeah. And it, like, his his mask doesn't, like, the, the Jason that we saw in Freddy vs. Jason, mm-hmm. the mask is like his his head is higher than the mask, and there yeah. are somewhere it's, like, the mask is, like, way bigger than his actual face yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's, like, oh, that looks like a little kid in a mask almost. Yeah, and- like,
0: every movie, there was a separate, like, mask creation. Oh. And they, a lot of them have, like, different, like, markings on it, because, oh. like, goalie masks will have, like stripes and yeah, stuff it, yeah. and i think every movie has like a different design and oh. it's like so is he just like breaking into sport check every year and it's like <laughs> that one I'll well, take that mask
1: okay it might not have been the same mask but let me tell you there were some that were ill-fitting yes <laughs> and then we get to jason
0: in space and him and the mask become one yeah it all like melds into his face and becomes metal and it's fucking awesome we're gonna watch it sometime <laughs> get ready but for now let's talk about trick-or-treat okay
1: uh so we start off with the first couple who they're coming home from trick-or-treating and she hates Halloween because yeah. you know you gotta have somebody who hates yeah, Halloween. Yeah. She's gonna blow out the jack-lantern, and he's like, No, don't, it's tradition. And it's like, I showed you bitch. Yeah. Um But like seriously, who would undecorate their Halloween the night of? Like, I don't care if you don't like it. Like, this town is very Halloween y. Yeah. Everybody's decorations are still gonna be up the next day. You're not gonna like Look like a mess if your decorations are not gone the next day. And like kids are still trick or treating. Yeah.
0: And she already said that she's drunk. Like just go home and go to bed. Yeah. And go get laid and then yeah. yeah. And if it's anything like it is around here, where like we're literally going to get snow in a couple of days here or tomorrow, so like depending on how cold it stays, there are definitely still like. Halloween decorations up when people are decorating for Christmas
1: absolutely yeah because it's just been like too cold to take it all down I, I have not done any Halloween decorating I have one little string of lights that I still haven't even put batteries in that are bats
0: mm. oh it's cool freaking bats freaking bats I love Halloween <laughs> I finally um, put up all my all my Halloween decorations the other yeah, day
1: yeah it looks great in here
0: these uh um, that pink and orange pumpkin thing is like my piece de resistance I love the way I put that together
1: Um, and I did buy a couple pumpkins to carve. So we'll carve pumpkins on the weekend. And
0: I only carve pumpkins so
1: that I can get the seeds.
0: Ah, it is very important. I went to a pumpkin patch for the first time on the weekend. It was great. I don't know why I've never been to a pumpkin patch before. Yeah, that's very
1: surprising to me. Yeah.
0: I, I just always get them at Superstore, which is like the
1: least amazing thing ever. So I, I've been to a pumpkin patch, like. Twice, maybe. Yeah. Like, I feel like I went with, like, my in-laws and all the nibblings mm. one year. Yeah. I yeah, Maybe that was it. I don't know. Oh, and we went with friends one year, maybe. Mm. Anyway. Um, but I have gone just to, like, the market gardens to get my pumpkins in mm. the past. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely just got them from, like, Walmart or Sobeys or something. Yeah, too- yeah. But I am... Um, obsessed with pumpkin seeds they are my favorite mm-hmm. snack and yep. you really only get them once a year so yeah i will have jack-o'-lanterns but solely for the purpose of well showing off that i'm kind of not bad at yeah pumpkins yeah. and uh and eating and the also seeds. getting the seeds yep anyway back to the movie yeah so she's undecorating and like obviously she's going to be the first to go because like yeah you can't hate halloween and Absolutely. be in a movie called trick-or-treat yeah i um, appreciate that you call it undecorating as well
0: My sister always called it that at Christmas time. Like, I have to undecorate the tree now. Some people call it, like, striking or taking it down. But, yeah, it's undecorating. I'll say I'll take down the tree, but, like,
1: overall it's undecorating. Undecorating, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so fully expecting, like, even the way she's ripping these sheets off of the the ghosts and stuff. Like, you know she is about to die. Yeah. But I still jumped when (laughs) the killer jumped out and got her. I do so that all happened before the credits, mm-hmm. um, and the credits were very like comic booky. I yes. like that. Yeah, it was um, very
0: much uh, a throwback to like the like the Creep Show movies. Mm.
1: I was wondering. I actually wrote. Is it based on a comic?
0: No, it is not. But it is very much like an homage to mm. like Creep Show. There's a bunch of things in this movie where it's like, oh, that's like an homage to this, and that's an homage to this kind of thing. I could see that. Yeah.
1: Um, So we jumped to a scene where there are these girls picking Halloween costumes Mm -hmm. out in a costume shop and I'm like, who the fuck picks their Halloween costumes out on Halloween night? Like on your way to the party. Like what do you, and the, and that costume shop was jam packed. It's already dark outside. Like it is (laughs) Halloween night. Yeah. This, this whole thing takes place after dark already. I'm like, and there are kids up and I'm like. I don't know where in the world you live, but if it is that dark early enough for all that to happen, there's fucking snow on the ground. This is very true. Yeah. Um I need this to be factually correct.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of plot holes in this movie and that really takes me out of it. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's like I could never leave it that late cuz like What if then I get there and they don't have anything in my size or they don't have
1: anything in my price range or whatever, and then I'm just fucked? If I'm dressing up for Halloween, I am dressing up for Halloween. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, I'll pull an old costume out of the tickle trunk to wear to work, but, like, if I'm going to a Halloween party or something. We're going hard. I am planning it for weeks. Yeah. Months. And then
0: you'll still put it together the night before you go out. Absolutely, but I'll have it all together in my head. I still have um, to put together my Mothman costume. I just need to make the head the head part now.
1: My favorite Halloween costume that I ever wore, I think, and I've done it like maybe three years, and mm-hmm. because I loved it so much, was Flo from Progressive. It's perfect. It is I, so good. It was so good. Yeah. yeah, love it. And then I I dug out. I was looking through pictures for something for our Instagram mm-hmm. a yeah. while ago, mm-hmm. and I was telling another friend about um, a costume that I had. Won, like, first prize Mm. at the school dance. This was in high school. But it was, like, I was, like, a really sexy devil. And it was, like, I teased my hair. It was awesome. Cool. Just, yeah. I loved it so much. I don't think I've seen this picture. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I just cannot get behind picking out your costume. No. That night. That's wrong. Yeah. So we see this fucking little kid walking down the street, smashing everybody's jack-o'-lantern. And I just... Hate people that ruin people's fun for nothing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's Ooh. like what's it to you if there's a pumpkin there?
1: Why like what why yeah. are you just? What the do worst you person? get out of ruining people's yeah. fun? Yeah. I just don't get it. Exactly. But he's so this troublemaker pumpkin pusher goes up troublemaker, pumpkin pusher. Um goes up to this house and yeah. uh he's it's it's a house that's left out all their candy. Yeah. And says take one and he's of course the fat kid so he's, yeah, he's shoveling it into his bag yeah. and he gets busted by apparently his principal yeah um who lectures him about that candy being good for his diabetes and i'm yeah. like of course the fat yeah. kid's oh, diabetic 100 yeah. is checking all these boxes here <laughs> and then he this this principal that comes up i didn't realize who he was at first hmm. i was just like what is up with this dude with glasses like he was just <laughs> like given bad vibes yeah. right off the yeah. bat and he just was like angry at the world or mm, something. Yeah. Um, and he's telling the kid, just sit down. And, yeah. I'm like, what is up with it? And then I'm like, oh. And then I realized. Um, I'm like, I knew he was n- no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody uh, that normal looking is good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, he's the principal. Oh, gross. He just killed that kid. Yeah. um, And the kid, like, vomits blood for
0: ever yes yeah it was i think we've had movies like two movies in a row now where it's basically the same as like the lard ass scene from stand by me yeah where it's just like we're gonna put like a reservoir like taped to the side of your face and then you're just gonna like open your mouth and it's just gonna like project pour out of your face
1: yeah but yeah it just lives up to the adage of like you gotta check your halloween candy candy Cause you know, people are going to give away their drugs in your candy. That's absolutely.
0: And, and their razor blades. Yes. Yeah. Um, I took my niece, like I've been, like, I would go trick or treating with my niece like every year, like since she was born and there was one year it was like, cause like we went even every year, like even when it, like we were kind of at the height of COVID mm. and everyone was just kind of like being yeah. more careful. I, there was a few houses where they had a remote control car. And they put, it was like a remote control like dump truck and they'd put like the candy in the dump truck and then like drive it out to the street and like drop it off for the kids. So there was lots of stuff like that. So, and it was still like, it must've been in 2020 because we were still like, should I be like bleaching the packages for all my food? Should it be like Mm, sitting out? We didn't know what was going on. Right. And so I think it was that year where they were like, put all your Halloween candy away for like a day before you touch it. And then, and I guess I knew about that, but I don't think I realized like my sister was doing that or something. And so my, my niece was like, can I have a piece of candy? Can I have a piece of candy? And Ronnie's like, no, you can't have any until tomorrow. And I thought it was just like a, like.
1: Mean, no candy before mom. bed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And my sister had gone to the bathroom and I was like, here, you can have this piece. And so she was eating it and then she still had like the wrapper in her hand and Ronnie came out of the bathroom and she's like. Hey, how did you get that? And she was like, "Auntie gave it to me." And I was like, "I checked; it wasn't open. Like it was a fine piece of candy, whatever." And she's like, "She can't have any of that until tomorrow, because like we don't know what's going on mm. and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh, I thought I just had to check for razor blades." Oh man, <laughs> this is this is what happens? When a you invite, whole other
1: layer here. This is what happens um, when you invite child-free people to Halloween. Right. I that year, um I wasn't home to hand out candy because. Mm. We had chaos going on at work, and I was working all sorts Aww. of hours. Oh, that sucks! Um, but my parents handed out candy, and mm. they um, they made like a, a tube, like a PVC pipe that they zip tied onto their banister, and cool. they'd stand at the top of the stairs and shoot it down into That's the awesome. kids' bag. It was it, I, There was a lot of like I like the creativity fun creativity. Like that. With yeah, that. there
0: was another one on like Ronnie's Bay or something, or like around the corner where they took sidewalk chalk on their driveway and drew like great big circles and then put like like a like a treat bag in each circle mm. and then when those were all like empty then like the homeowner would come out and like fill up the circles again then it's mm. like just like come into our driveway and like pick a circle and like pick your pick your treat or whatever so oh, that's cool. yeah lots of creativity it was cool
1: yeah um it only brought out the worst in some people yeah uh okay so we're back at the costume store with these idiots getting their costumes at the (laughs) last minute and um Anna Paquin is not happy with her costume and she's she's gonna have none of it even though she looks amazing so hot like when she
0: first comes out and you can just see like that hemline yeah like given like the style of clothing that I like it's like I love it like I I know there's like a
1: petticoat under that it looks so good I watched a TikTok the other day where a girl put on twenty three petticoats all at the same time. <laughs> at the and, same time, yeah, she looked like a like a bath puff. I bet <laughs> it was yeah. so cute. Oh wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, she's having none of it. But I really felt like she was going to save the day. Mm. I'm like, she's getting left behind at the party. She's. Grumpy. She's it's a gonna... horror movie, and she's the virgin. so yeah. clearly. Yeah, so she was. I I thought she was gonna save the day, and I am mean, I guess, the opposite. Well, I guess depends
0: who you are. Yes, I mean, aren't we all just a villain in someone else's
1: story? Hmm. Touche. <laughs> uh <laughs> so now we're back at the principal's house, and yep. he has. Killed this kid, Mm -hmm. and he's burying him in his backyard, because of course he is. Because he hand-dug a six-foot grave. In a very short amount of time. You don't need a backhoe for that. (laughs) Just, you know, just get in there with a shovel. Well, there are still, like, hordes of people out trick-or-treating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. But then, so the neighbor's dog starts barking, and I'm like, oh, he's going to literally give him a bone. And he cuts off this kid's finger and throws it over (laughs) grim <laughs> um and then i was like at this point okay this is definitely more of like the hokey cheesy uh i wasn't sure kind of what vibe this mm, was gonna have okay. but it, yeah it definitely has a bit more of that like freddie jason yeah. Hokeyness yeah. yeah to it. and i can totally see why it's a cult class for sure yeah i might not be a f- part of this cult <laughs> join us <laughs> That I went on a little rant about it seeming so late at night for like a parade to still be like, are you going to the parade? And it's like, it's bedtime.
0: <laughs> but it's Halloween. Bedtime doesn't exist.
1: But it does. No, it doesn't. If you show up for candy at my house after nine o'clock, the, yeah. Oh, wow. Well. We that live on a really sense. heavy trick-or-treating street though. So yeah. like by nine o'clock, I'm out of candy anyway. Oh, wow. We That's have a haunted cool. house right around the corner from us. Really? Yeah, so we get, like, oh, cool. over 100 kids.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I I love
1: that. I wish. That'd you be- could come to the house. I might haunted have, house. To. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's, like, a legit, like, you have to get tickets on that ticket site that I can't think of the name of. Oh, Eventbrite?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was at Spirit Halloween the other day, and, like, when you first go in their their doors, they have, like, a whole, like, bulletin board
1: of, like, home haunts mm. and it's like oh this is like getting legit this yeah year. this one by my house is is apparently really good i've never been through it but they do it up big every year and like cool. they were actually talking about seeing if they can get a permit to block the street off this year oh cool i
0: am okay i don't know if you know this but um i'm a horror fan really? um i'm too scared of how of haunted houses wow i like my brother-in-law does like yeah. a garage haunted house like every year
1: oh yeah you've kind of said that
0: i've been in it once yeah like, and I think it was just last year I went through it. Like, I've been in it, like, when he's, like, putting it together, like, when the lights are on, like, I've helped with stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I've never actually, like, gone through it before really? until, like, last year I went through it. Well, maybe we should go and videotape <sighs> I'm it. I'm so and... scared, but I do kind of want to. Although I'll be at choir practice, so. No. Womp womp. Are they only doing it on
1: Halloween night? I, yeah.
0: You'll have to take a drive over to your house then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be really um, brave.
1: Okay. So, anyway... Cranky old Laura thinks it's too late at night and these people <laughs> all need my to go lawn. to bed. Um and then so the the uh principal's own kid is like first of all super fucking annoying. There is
0: I have so many questions about this kid, but we probably have the same thing to say, so go ahead.
1: I'm um, just like is he going to murder his own uh, kid? It kind of kind of seems like it. It kind of seems like it and like they definitely lead you to believe that. My thing is
0: it's late, it's Laura's bedtime. Um the dad is going to go out soon to the Halloween parade. So clearly
1: we're done trick-or-treating. Why are we just carving a pumpkin now? Yes, there was so much of that kind of thing through this movie where it's like this timeline just makes zero sense. (laughs) Right? I Just spilled coffee all over your floor. I wondered if that's if you if when you made that face, I was like, did we
0: drop coffee? Did we just just on the floor?
1: Oh, swap it up with my sock before long. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) That right there is is just for for uh, Tracy from Wisconsin who oh will lose her mind if a sock gets wet ever. Oh no. Then your toes get all squishy. Then you put your put your sh- your shoes on, and then the seam is slightly off center, oh. and you can feel it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And we've lost Tracy. She turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, my mom will tell many a story about meltdowns about socks. Oh. And it's no better now that she's in her mid forties. Mm. Um. But yeah, I was like. Why are you just carving this pumpkin? Turns out the pumpkin is the dead kid's head. Yeah. And the little kid is just like down with it. Yeah. Help I'll me cut out to the, help eyes. Me with
0: the eyes.
1: Yeah. It's got real fucking eyes, kid. <laughs> you don't need to cut the eyes
0: out. They're there. No, it's, it's going to make it better by cutting out that kid's eyes and then sticking
1: a candle in his mouth.
0: <clears throat> Authenticity.
1: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So my next line was just what the actual fuck? Yeah. And then we see some kids trick or treating, and they make it to, like, apparently a furry party. Yeah. Yeah. that It's fine. Tracks. It's totally fine. We have a, a, an oof moment with a good old R slur. Yep. Yeah. Fun time. And this movie, I feel like
0: this movie came out late enough that, like, that shouldn't have happened. I feel like that. Like, too. if this was, like, a 2004 movie, I could say, like, okay, like, that sucked, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, this movie came out in 2009. Like, I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like. Like, we I was, were on to things by then. Yeah, like, I feel like I wasn't using that word. Yeah, I'm term. pretty sure I
1: wasn't. Although, I mean, I know people who currently do, so. Yep, yep. Um, so, now we're at this, like, street fair party thing. Which is, like all i want in life i just want to
0: live wherever that happens yeah
1: that would be cool i would i would dress up and go to something like. yeah that. um i've been to the odd thing we used to have like at the i don't know that we'd have a street party like that because the weather's too unpredictable yeah, but that's like true. we've had things at like the agrodome, which is now oh, yeah real district yeah. yeah oh
0: that's i i want something like that to happen like i was watching that yeah. and it's like,
1: like i want hay bales and candy apples yeah, and, and people dressed up and just
0: like different like games or like music and the little parade and whatnot like yeah just i want that i was watching it and i was like i feel like i've never watched gilmore girls but uh, i feel like that would happen at stars hollow yes. is that what it's called like that's totally. I feel like yeah that would happen
1: yes and i don't i would love to live in stars hollow i don't and i have watched
0: Every, Every second of yeah. the I don't ever want to, like, live in a small town or anything, but, like, I, do so I would, much. I would, like, I'll I, would move, if I if I could have a festival like
1: that. I'll move to a small town and you can come visit me. Excellent. For all of the various festivals. Okay, because I'm sure, like, if, like,
0: if a, if a town did Halloween like that, like, they would do Christmas like that, too. And, like, um, gimme
1: gimme. Oh, Stars Hollow Big did Christmas. Yeah. Okay, so we're at this this party that we yes. can't have, and <laughs> there's somebody making out in the back alley, and she, this is my, was this a vampire? This was very confusing. Yes. There's just so much that that goes on in this movie. Yes. Like, that doesn't. I know they're they trying hard to, like, tie things into things yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. you know, they jump timeline a little bit to mm-hmm. to, to make connections and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like this was just a random, like, so she's making out with a guy in the back alley and he does something and she starts bleeding and dies. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, yes, okay, it's a vampire. And then you see later it's the principal and it's fake teeth that they pull out of his mouth.
1: I didn't realize it was the principal.
0: Yeah. Oh. <sighs> And it's like, okay, then how did Because, like plastic teeth don't break
1: skin. Yeah. And, but, so and okay, like- so when we so <laughs> when we see it as the principal later, that's when he's with the werewolf ladies, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't put that together in that it was the same guy that was in the alley. I knew it was the same costume, but it looked like different eyes and a different oh, face. Oh, I in guess it. I so, just assumed because of the costume. Yeah, so I thought that I don't. I I I thought that there was something more that I was missing, hmm. where he was like it was a young hot guy in the costume, and he was an actual vampire, and he killed the girl, but then somehow something transpired hmm. where i don't know okay. i don't know yeah. i just i don't know um nobody knows really but i i had to say i not, not that i'm victim blaming <laughs> but maybe don't make out with a masked stranger in a back alley
0: yeah i i would i would agree with that as well
1: um so then i'm like okay so we clearly have, like, multiple things going on at this point. There are multiple murderers. Like, this guy in the back alley is not the one who killed the girl who hated Halloween. Like, mm-hmm. there's stuff going on. And yeah. is it all connected? Are they all... And, like, some, maybe? But not really.
0: I think there's definitely, like, connections all the way through. And who is,
1: like, the number one, connecting? The like, little dude. Connecting? Sam. Yeah, I actually knew his name was Sam, but not until after I watched it. Because, um, so my sister's husband, Mm -hmm. like they're both big into horror and he's been working on a tattoo sleeve that's all horror. Oh, cool. Yeah characters. Yeah. He's got I I can't I'm not sure who, who all he's got right now. For sure Jason was the first one. Cool. I can't remember who all he's putting on it or whatever, okay. but Sheila said that he, he's probably gonna put Sam. Oh yeah. It, that this is that one too. of their favorites. So. Oh okay.
0: Yeah, when when I when I like assigned this movie or whatever, I was like, oh I wonder if like Sam is suddenly gonna like click in Laura's head like, oh I see this little dude on like in like Halloween stores and like I yeah, he was definitely okay. familiar. Okay.
1: Um and I definitely did pick up that he was at all these places, mm-hmm. but I didn't mm-hmm. understand Okay. what he had to do with any of them really because mm-hmm. then when we see him later in the movie at the grumpy neighbors place, like yeah. he is full on like the villain. Yeah. But in the other ones, he's just kind of bystanding. And I'm like, is he like influencing these? Like, I, I yeah, have no I, I think clue it's what is going like on
0: here. Influencing because he shows up every time someone doesn't like respect a Halloween tradition. Mm. So like you didn't check your candy before you ate it. And oh, okay. You yeah. died. And uh, Leslie Bibb's character didn't, uh, she blew out the pumpkin before right. midnight or whatever. So she yeah. had to die. So
1: what did the girl in the back alley do? She was a slut in a short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not know. Okay, maybe
0: that was why she got. She didn't ask the guy in a mask to like take his mask off before he put his tongue in her mouth. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of the great Halloween traditions. So yeah, so I'm like, okay, clearly we have multiple murders. There's yeah, so many. Random things seemingly going on. And I was really waiting for much more of a tie it all together. Mm, okay. That never really came to my satisfaction anyway. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> I demand satisfaction. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, oh, I actually, even that's my next note here. Is there is just so much going on. <laughs> now we have a 30-year-old troubled kid's dirty secrets... Murder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, well, how does this play in? Um. So this is where I paused and said, "I am going to make a prediction." Oh yes. Okay. Um. I, and I will tell you right now, it was not right. Oh. But um. But I I yeah had this big aha theory. Yeah. Most of the time when I have those, I'm not right. But um. <laughs> so I'm like the girl is describing. Uh, the parents bribing the bus driver to kill the kids, essentially. Mm-hmm. My prediction was that he didn't actually kill them. And one is now the principal. One is the guy in the back alley. I thought oh, that, that all these kids. That would have been good. Right? Yeah. Let's write that. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. So I'm like, they're all alive and are now the killers. I was not. I would have right. liked that, though. Mm-hmm. So now we've got a- another another group of cast of characters here with these kind of adolescent age kids mm-hmm. that are, Oh, well we, we met them earlier. Cause that's where the, the R word came in. Oh, the, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Yes. Girl who <laughs> is us. Yes, absolutely. We're going to go talk about Halloween. Oh, you mean sawing? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: And then, yes, because then I'm watching it and it's like, snaps to you because they didn't call it Sam Haynes. Yeah. So good job. You did it.
1: (laughs) I even thought that. I'm like, oh, she even said it right. Oh. Um, She's like, excuse me, of course I did. Yeah. Have you seen these glasses? Exactly. Yes. But yeah, so they're they're talking about this legend about the Mm -hmm. kids getting killed in the school bus and they go to where the bus allegedly dove off the cliff and there's a random like Service elevator that's going to take sure, you up and down, but not? you need a key for it. Mm-hmm. But there are bars, so heaven forbid you just leave the key in the keyhole, and you could reach in. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
0: that way, you know, no one's going to forget the key when they go. It's like, right. oh, it's just right there.
1: So, they go down this elevator, and they've got their pumpkins that they're keeping lit, because they'll keep them safe. Yeah. Which apparently is true. Yeah. Um. And... She sees this bus and the, the other kids went down before her and have now disappeared. Yeah. And so she's creeped out and she's creeping towards the edge of this water where the bus is half sticking out. Yeah. And um, so at least that part of it, well, there there's some truth to yeah. it. Yeah. And as she was like creeping towards the water, that scene had a real good like spooky build. Yes. It had me really yeah, on it. For sure. And then I'm like, oh, oh, good. Uh, the good old, my glasses fell off and they got stepped on trope. I can't see without my glasses. (laughs) Yeah. So it turns out the asshole kids were just pranking her. Yeah. And uh, they jumped out and scared her. Yeah. Yeah. So then she was freaked out and crying and she went to go up the elevator. But, oh, these ghosts or whatever from this crash are actually real and they're coming towards the other kids. And she gets in the elevator and fucks right off and is like, you made this bed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There was an,
0: an original script, right, where she was supposed to be a ghost, too. And oh. they didn't, like, know until they, like, lured her to the quarry and then oh. things would happen, but they scrapped that.
1: But, yeah, I was like, yes, good for you. I said, what awful kids. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and I even called the ringleader girl a little bitch.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> so then when when the, the picked-on girl... Gets away and goes up in the elevator and just kind of watches the others being descended on. I'm saying, Good for you, nerdy girl. That's right. Yeah. Go back to your house with all your, like, amazing jack-o'-lanterns all over yeah. the place. Um, and then we go back to this party now with all of the sexy ladies. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, so much for my Anna Paquin theory. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Oh, or not? What is going on?" <laughs> I, I, oh, that's even my next line here. I didn't even read ahead, but I just said, "I seriously have no clue what is going on." <laughs> now we're at a vampire orgy. Yeah, or werewolves. Oh, they're peeling their skin off. I think they're werewolves. Yep. What is with the little scarecrow dude? <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, we see this this kind of ceremony of werewolves and this is where we see the the principal in the yeah. in the costume yeah. that we saw earlier. And, um so they're they're having their snack, I guess. Yeah. Um and then we go back to the neighborhood, the next-door neighbor of the mm-hmm. principal. Yeah. And we see the time frame kind of shift so we see the other side of what we yeah. saw earlier. Yeah. Um, so we see the dog from his side munching on the finger and, <laughs> um, yeah, all the little things that we saw earlier, but just yeah. from the other side. So then, uh, similar to yours at this point, I'm like, what do I even write? <laughs> so I didn't take much more notes yeah, for the yeah. rest of it, but uh-huh. I'm just like so much. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, This little scarecrow dude is, like, attacking the neighbor, and I guess maybe now, if I think about it in the context that you said, where it's, like, people balking Halloween tradition, and this guy is, like, not handing out candy, not decorating. He's not, uh, he's not doing Halloween. Yeah. So maybe that's why the scarecrow dude picked him.
0: Do you know who he is? He was the bus driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I think it's, because there's also... I don't know if it's like explicit in the movie or it's just implicit, but Sam was on that bus. Oh. And now he's like a ghost
1: or some kind of like supernatural. <laughs> okay. That no, like, I, for didn't. His revenge. I didn't pick that up. Okay. That makes so much more I sense. Know, I don't
0: know if it was in the movie or if it's like a like a thing where it's like everyone just kind of like says that,
1: but mm. that's kind of like the accepted lore. Okay. Because um, he goes hard on the Oh, old he does. Man. Yeah. Like he's not fucking around. hmm. He's, yeah, he shoves him down the stairs and he lands and cuts his hands all yeah. up. And, yeah, you think he's going to absolutely, like, massacre this guy. Yeah. And then he tries to stab him with a sucker, but it stabs Candy. And he's just like, oh, great, Candy, and walks away. And I'm like, oh, you just wanted <laughs> the Candy? Yeah. Like, that, that was, all this was just about getting the Candy. That's all any kid wants on Halloween is I just guess. Candy. And they'll do anything to get it. Um. Oh, but while they're fighting in the house, we see a uh, um, a visit from Thing. Yeah, this just severed hand walking yep. around that he just shoves back on his arm. Yeah, arms. it's like, oh, I need that. Come back here. I'm like, is is that is that Thing? Yeah. Mm. Which we also um in like Evil Dead, there's a severed hand that walks yeah. around you. I'm like, this is this is. And a the, well, it, that uh, was definitely like a an homage to yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, just saved by chocolate. Okay. Everything's fine. Sounds okay to me. Um, and like all these jack lanterns show up at, at the old man's house. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks pretty sweet actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I ended off just saying, okay, I guess he just wanted some candy. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, the old man's the bus driver. That was my last. Yeah. My last. (laughs) So, yeah. So (laughs) this was a bit of a clusterfuck. Okay. I I saw how some things tied together but other things were just like it felt very much like Okay, we've got the script, but it's not quite long enough. Let's add werewolves. Okay, but it's not quite long enough. Let's add like it just yeah. it didn't feel cohesive. Okay. At all. The
0: the anthology movie is like a big like if you want to say like trope or tradition in horror films. I don't think we've actually watched anything on this podcast. But like you got like your creep shows or um the Twilight Zone movie. Mm. Those are all like anthology films. Yeah. So we may have to watch one of those sometime.
1: Um, yeah, you mentioned creep show earlier and yeah. I'm like I okay, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even really heard of that in, in this context. Oh, I mean interesting. like I've heard okay. of a creep show, right? But yeah. And it just makes me want to sing, I want something else. Why? Because there's a line about, you coming with the creep show takes the stage. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I'm like, I'm sure I don't have the words right, but
0: there is. It's like- actually a song by Eminem. The <laughs> <laughs> look on your face for a second was like, fuck, I did it again. I really.
1: <laughs> I want it's it's Semi Charmed Life by um Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Yeah, there's there's a line about Creep Show in it. Yeah, okay. Um The Creep Show takes the stage. Hmm. That <laughs> super cheerful upbeat song about meth. Yeah, you know. That
0: um when I was in Catholic high school, we had like a um I don't know if like other schools had this, but like at all the assemblies, like we had like our school's own like rock band. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, they would always sing like pop songs, but they had to be,
1: all the Clean. lyrics had to be changed
0: because <laughs> it was Catholic school. Right. So uh, I don't know why they picked that song. You could pick any other song. Right. Cause... Like you'd have
1: to change every lyric. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was definitely lots of changing with that song. But yeah. That's funny too, though, that, that changes would have to be made because I feel like adults wouldn't have understood what it was about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So anyway. Yeah. Diatribe after yeah. diatribe. Well, you know, here. it's what we do. I gave it four out of ten jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. there you go. Like, That's I could fair. see some fun to it and stuff, yeah. but it, it was not for me. Okay. It's not fair. for me, dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's a no from me, dog. <laughs> um, I was telling friend of the pod, Jesse on the weekend that what we were watching this week, and I was like, oh, we watched Trick or Treat. Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? And she's like, no. So I explained it to her, and she's like, is it like Love Actually? And I was like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, like Love Actually, but with more blood. You know, okay, I feel like I could appreciate it a little more seeing it in that respect. See, there you that go. It's like loose ties to each yeah. other, but just random stories that happen on the same time. For sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm See. still giving it, I'll give it four and a half now.
0: <laughs> four and a half. Fair enough. Um. So just a couple other fun facts that I have here. Um. When the girls are in the costume shop trying on their costumes and there's like, The character is called like the Peeping Tommy. It's like the little kid who's like looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's the same kid that plays Sam. Oh, okay. It's like through the Sam costume on him. There's a part where uh, Lori, who is Anna Paquin, she's like Mm -hmm. out trying to like get her own date and then.
1: Another Lori
0: in a horror movie. And that is a direct homage to Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. and she's like talking to her sister. She's and their sister's like, "Hey, like, where are you? Like, we found you a date. Like, just come meet us here. And like, we totally have a date for you. You'll love him." And they kind of like, the camera pans over, and it's a guy in like an adult baby yeah. kind of outfit. Um, apparently that guy has also played an adult baby in another movie. Oh, really? He was also in the remake of Thirteen Ghosts. Oh. And it was like, wow, that's weird. Why? Why do you do that? Well, you is Is gotta that just have your a, thing?
1: a thing? I guess. Yeah. Um. Talk about typecasting. Right. <laughs> I'm baby. Uh, yeah. And then after, after you realize what the date is actually about and what her, the virginity she's yeah, losing yeah, yeah, is, yeah. it makes so much more sense why that would be, because like, if you're like trying to hook your sister up to get laid, yeah, no matter how desperate she is, that's not who you're hooking yeah, her up yeah, with. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. so that made so much more yeah. sense after.
0: can't believe I fucked the adult baby at the Halloween carnival. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing I have here is um, all the werewolves in that scene were created by the same company that created the werewolves for the Underworld series. Okay. Um, are you familiar with Underworld?
1: Vaguely. Yeah. yeah. I was like super into That's, that when it came um, out. That's Kate Beckinsale, mm, right? Yeah. Who I enjoy. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so that is our Halloween spectacular for the spookiest night of the year, October 27th. Yeah. <laughs> So for our uh, Halloween, oh, yeah. our Halloween hangover, I guess you could say. Um, do we? Is this a theme? I just a second. Because I'm looking at them together, and it's like, how do those two go together? Yes, it's young and old. Okay, 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 okay. I was like, I don't, I do I how? <laughs> young and old is yeah. That is a perfect theme for that, actually. Yeah. So, I'm
1: making you watch an uber chick flick Oh, i'm afraid beaches beaches yikes
0: and i am going to have you watch it so just to clarify for anyone playing along at home this is it part one not the mini series this is the movie (laughs) that came out like a few years ago like it yeah so i'm a little bit scared of this one interesting yeah i have things to say about this movie oh oh yeah okay Yeah, so we will see what happens that. (laughs) So enjoy your Halloween, folks. If you can get any spookier after the spookiest night of the year, October 27th. Stay safe. Check your candy. Because there might be razor blades or marijuana in it. Go to bed
1: by nine. Or get off Laura's lawn. (laughs) My lights will be off. I fully expect eggs. I was just gonna say that's how you get eggs. Do you want to get eggs? Because that's how you get eggs. <laughs> so I guess until then, you can find us on Instagram and Threads at Love and Horror Podcast, on TikTok at Love and Horror. Uh, if you want to send us a couple bucks, you can do that at our coffee page ko-fi.com/loveandhorrorpodcast, or you can email us at at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at Hello Sailor Deanne. I'm on Instagram at Calamity underscore
0: Laura. So please subscribe and review Love and Horror on all your favorite podcatchers. Have a spooktacular Halloween. And remember, all is fair in In love love and and horror. Horror. Freaking bats. Freaking bats, I love Halloween. It's bedtime. (laughs) But it's Halloween. Bedtime doesn't exist.